Welcome back to your ultimate playlist podcast full of choice tracks. I'm Damon. I'm Brandon. I'm Dietrich. And I'm Taj. Still. <laughs> okay. Or, or I Never gets old. I'm Taj. Or, That's a little better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if you haven't listened to our podcast before, uh, this is side A of the record. This is where we go over a theme that I picked. And everybody has to pick a their choice track based on that theme. And then we talk about it and give each other shit and rip on our choices. And, you know, it's all fun sometimes. Uh, and then after that, we go to side B where we go over an album that this episode I've picked. Everybody has to do as their homework, listen to it and pick their favorite song. So the theme for this episode uh it's kind of like I think interesting because it's it's based on your favorite Christian rock song, and that could be that could be a lot of music that you didn't even know was Christian rock. And I've I've found out you know over the years through the years there's a lot of uh, stuff that I really liked, but I sort of like thought Christian rock would be not my favorite type of music, but it's 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 all in the lyrics. It's not necessarily in the instruments they're using. Um, probably a lot of stuff that you've heard of or listened to and liked, maybe, uh, is Christian rock or somehow related to a religious uh, yeah, meaning or something like that. Uh, what, so, so my pick, it's based on a, um, a, it's a band that was started from another band. Uh, the band, the original band is Blink-182, which is uh, lead singer Tom DeLonge. He's actually, he's, he's uh, grew up Christian and, you know, he has a lot of Christian values with his family. And um, so he wanted to bring that to his music. And he formed a uh, band after Blink-22, uh, 2005, uh, this is Angels and Airwaves. Um, so I thought that uh, the adventure... Is probably one of my favorite songs off of the album We Don't Need to Whisper. Uh, so the adventure is kind of like, sort of like all the other songs on the album. You get a, you hear a lot of uh, similar, you know, music background tones, and there's there's a lot of digital like digital instruments stuff like that. And it's a little bit of a twist from Blink Blink One Eighty Two, but yeah, I thought that was it's definitely like a um, it might not be a choice album, but there are songs on the album that are are pretty decent. But I think overall, it's a pretty forgettable album, and I think that's uh, that's probably not true for all the stuff that Angels and Airwaves have come out with, and they're still together today. But uh, yeah, so that was my pick. And what did y'all think of that? Um, I, I had never heard of the band before, so um, it's interesting that you say Blink Blink One Eighty Two. I, I can kind of see that that cross that cross thread now that you say that. Um, yeah, it was like the beat. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, it was it, it was a good song, and uh, I. <laughs> so it was interesting. I, I guess is is well say that I, I respect it. I think it had a good melody, right. good good beats. Um, yeah. I I could kind of get the the messaging behind it for sure. Um, yeah, it, it's so. I'm just gonna come out and be honest. I'm not exactly practicing, but I'm mostly Jewish. <laughs> so. Oh, uh, okay. Well, this this episode is canceled. All right, never mind, guys. Oh, oh no, 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 no. It, what what it is is there's some ideology differences that uh that come through that on some songs like I appreciate and some I don't um yeah. but it, this one uh you know I I guess I struggle to remember it it like like you said that the album is mostly forgettable I mean the song is good and stuff but mm-hmm. but yeah it, it's one of those like while you're listening to it it's enjoyable but you know I'm hard pressed to actually know the lyrics or remember a specific part of it right now. <laughs> so. I mean, it's like like some songs are easy to kind of follow because the lyrics there there are as many lyrics, or it's a repeating mm-hmm. you know chorus chorus. Right. Uh, but this is like one of those songs, and the whole album's kind of like this too, where there's just a lot of lyrics. <laughs> Oh, you're, gotcha. like, you're kind of like reading a book. Like you could read a book, a short little book, you know, and it'd be like this, this album. <laughs> so would you say a novella? <laughs> yeah, like, that's what it is. Novella? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's like, it, you can tell it's Tom DeLonge. I mean, you can tell that it's like, 
that this is like you said it's it's definitely like that era it sounds kind of like late 90s but they're going for i believe angel angels and airwaves he was going for that sound of like u2 and some other 80 80s bands that he idolized and trying to he was trying to bring that you can kind of hear that a little bit it's like epic sound from the 80s you know Right. Um, but then he's got, you know, just a lot of religious lyrics. But that's the funny thing about religious music is that I think it's like every other thing I've listened to. And this is this happens to be Christian based. Right. Uh, Christian faith based. But, you know, whatever it is, it's music to me and it's lyrics and it's singing about life. And so, like, there's a little bit of a stigma, I think, you know, for some people. They don't want to listen to something if it is religious based, you know. No, I I can get that. So yeah, for yeah. for sure. So okay. So I I think I've heard the name of the band, but I'm not familiar with their music. Um, I wouldn't have even thought that they might be a Christian rock band. I I mean, it never never dawned on me. You know, I and I looked up a little bit of the history, and I, I mean, I I yeah, it's it's not something that really was ever been on my radar. Um, never was really a Blink 182 fan either. So, you know, I didn't follow his, his path. Um, but I, you know, I, I listened to the music and, and like, I don't necessarily think that I would have thought, oh, this is a Christian rock song had it not been because that was our theme. Um, you know, but I also don't always go hardcore about the lyrics, though I did hear the lyrics, but, um, as far as the song, I mean, it's okay. It's very, for me, it was very generic. It, it, it was just, it was too bland for me. Like it didn't really stand out. Um, I didn't, it just wasn't, it wasn't unique enough for me. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, it's not necessarily something that I gravitate towards. Um, it just sounded a lot, a lot like other stuff for me. So wasn't really a big fan of it. It was just, it was just okay. Just mediocre. Ooh, dagger. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, all around, I mean, I kind of, I'm not trying to dog the pick that I made, but <laughs> I, I do like the song. I think it was played on the radio. It was probably one of the more played or the only played one that I've heard on the radio. Maybe that and another one, but off this album, their later albums got a little more popularity. They, they got into it a little bit more and, you know, like anything you do it over and over again. They've been around forever. So not forever, but for a while. Um, yeah. So minus one for this season. <laughs> so I try to. <laughs> Right. I had no problem with the song. Um, I kind of had like an issue. I had to separate myself from it because I listened to all four tracks and I, I definitely heard a theme in the tracks. And, you know, I'm not talking about God or Jesus or any of that situation. I'm talking about the actual date of the track, like the date of the music. So um, I could always tell the genre that, you know, Christian artists are going to or coming from because um, their music is relative to the music that's over in the secular world as far as sound and, 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 and syncopation and everything that, that they're doing. So you see a lot of artists that are being reactive and not proactive in my mind. And this was one of those things that literally, you know, I could put them in a, in a playpen with 10 other bands and I wouldn't be able to pick them out because they all had a similar style of sound. So, but it was still a good song all in all. And, um, I mean, I had no complaints about it other than that. Okay. Yeah. I can, I can understand that for sure. So, but had you heard of the band before or? No. No. Okay. Gotcha. And, uh, and, 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 I heard of them and how's your feeling of Blink, Blink 182? <laughs> <laughs> Just eh? <laughs> Is it the Blink or the 182 that, that doesn't catch your, you know? Well, it should have been the 8. It should have been the 8. It's got a better ring to it. Uh, yeah, it's like teetering, like you know, as far as like Christian rock music in general, like you probably sounds like you have a different view of it in general, and maybe of religion too. I'm not, you know, we haven't had huge no. discussions on it. Yeah, no, 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 we don't have to go anywhere on that. I'm, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> As far as you know, my religion and my my you know preference and and what I you know give all power to the all high and and then some. I am a Christian. Um, I just for me growing up in in the church, growing up in in different backgrounds and and going to different churches, different situations, different denominations. 
um, I always saw a running theme, and especially in my background. You have a lot of gospel. So there was no room for any kind of alternative music. Like if you brought in rock, Christian rock, they'll look at it crazy. If you brought in Christian rap, that's like an oxymoron within itself. So um, it, it was very difficult to break into those type of genres when you're talking to certain older folks, especially because they like carrying on tradition and how everything is. But when you keep everything in a tight little bun, there's no room to grow. And if there's no room to grow, then there's no reason to do all this stuff. So um, I just have a I'm not going to say I will be the bad guy in this particular episode. I'm just not going to have the all chipper, like good feeling about everything, because to me, I always feel like when it comes to the music, they're they're reactive, not proactive. Like if somebody came out next week and they were doing this sing along, and the song went number one, you'll hear somebody that does a remix to it and Christian guy. And it's like, man, like if you come up with your own style, I guarantee people are going to gravitate to what you're talking about more so than you are just following the trend on the other side. Mm -hmm. But that's just me. That's my thought process. We gotcha. can play it if you want to, but I don't think we want to. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. No, that's good. I, I mean, that's a good point of view. Um, yeah, for sure. And I think, I think, uh, like the, re the reactive part of maybe some of the newer bands that are Christian rocker falling under that category, or maybe there's a song of, you know, it's like, it's kind of like we've talked about this in many episodes, fitting the mold of a record label, um, kind of what they, or maybe what they thought was a good move. Some might think that Tom DeLon did this, you know, project and then turned it into a thing because it was, you know, I, you know, just moneymaker. I mean, I guess that's probably part of what they're doing, but um, it's also a bold move, too. So, I'm so <laughs> just to make a joke of it, who's more reactive, Dietrich, them or uh, Kid Bob? <laughs> they're, they're both reactive genres. <laughs> No, right. I don't even want to go there with it. <laughs> um, Kids Bop, it, it's a running theme. You know what it is. Right. You know what I'm saying? You, you know that any of the top 30 pop songs that are out here, they're going to remake them, remake them, whatever the case in point may be. And that, that's just a, a, a lombard amongst itself. Like, gotcha. You know what that is. <laughs> You know, Christian rock or or just the spiritual like music in general. There's there's a box, and everybody stays in that box. And those who try to venture outside that box get a little ostracized mm -hmm. for it. And then you know, if they try to make changes or try to do something different, then they try to label them as not being Christian or not being spiritual. And it's like, why does it have to be so stringent on this? Like, why why do we have to be so linear in the situation? Like, right. it just allow these loud artists flat out artists if you're choosing to sing a song about a particular religion or about a particular uh god or reference do that let them do that as long as the message is pure and everything's coming across true you ain't gotta worry about it the music will speak for itself it's like country music country music is reactive and we've already had that discussion now country artists don't sound like country artists they sound like pop artists they sound like rappers they just throw a little twang on it and it's still considered country and it's right. like that's not real country but country is trying to evolve and they're trying to adapt as much as possible they took a little late swing on it but they're still doing it whereas in the other world when you're trying to not do secular music but your music sounds like secular music but you're kind of riding that fence it's like why ride the fence at all why not just make something completely separate outside of what you hear over here mm. and be real about it and stand by it and then people are going to feel that they're going to see that it's all about emotions when it comes to the religion part anyway so it's, if you're basing your songs on real good songs people are going to like it they're going to listen to it they're going to love it they're going to gravitate towards it that makes sense so i just yeah you said kids bop bro i almost want to reach through the phone and slap you <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is that again, Tosh? Uh, I, I, I only know about it because I'm sub subjected to it a lot. So that's why it's like. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, Dietrich, I want to hear what your pick is now that we just got into this. 
Uh, my pick is about a band that was trying to step out the box, but really didn't do so. Um, didn't do a great job of it. But, you know, this particular song um, was one of probably their most powerful songs. So it was um, basically, remember, uh, what was it? Like 2001, around, you know, Y2K, 2001, 2002, where you had, you know, bands like Korn, you had bands like... Uh, Papa Roach and, and, you know, all, well, maybe not Papa Roach, but these and those other type of bands that had like a darker sound to them. And, uh, they, they really, you know, really like they were metal, but they were alternative and they were like all over the place. This is kind of, was kind of like a, kind of like a, a Christian version of it. You had different sounds, different, like recognizable traits that you would take from the secular world, but they put it into one form. A film and it's called, you know, PLD. And, um, for me, PLD was on the turning time where, like, I had already heard of DC Talk and was like kind of like jamming on them a little bit at that time because I was like heavy into church and singing and in the choir and the whole nine. So I kind of wanted to listen to different music outside of gospel and then turn around and PLD came up and it was like, man, that was, that was like a breath of fresh air, you know, is what it felt like. But in all actuality, once I got a little older, started listening to the sound, it was like, okay, it is what you make of it. And so this particular song to me was um like the biggest hit, uh so to speak. Um for those who don't know is PLD is payable on death. Um and they were a rock band that got together uh, uh what's the name? Sunny Sandoval is the one that uh really started it and kicked it off. So the song was Youth of a Nation. And this is kind of like their their call out to the world. They got a new group of youth that are coming through, and they don't they don't abide by the norms of what's going on. They really got issues. They really got problems. And you know we need to listen to them because they're going to be the ones that are going to be our future Christian folks moving forward. Like they're going to be our leaders moving forward. We need to give them a voice. We need to give them a platform. We need to give them something something to strive for rather than just condemning them and everything that's going on. And you know some people listen to that message. And, and really took a hold of it. Some people didn't and tried to try to shun them for it. But um, to me, I just remember the song itself being powerful because it was it was a lot of stuff that was going on around that time and folks didn't know how to address it within the Christian world. So that's my pick. What do y'all think? Yeah, I like I like the song. I remember the song um, for sure, and I think uh, I really dug it a lot. I remember that time period, early two thousands. It's like it, it almost was like I think for like Christian rock or like bands that might not have come out as a Christian band or just maybe just never existed until that time period. Um, it's it's almost like the beginning of a new era, mm-hmm. and then I think that all the two thousands from early two thousands to now definitely have like evolved with music like that and hopefully they're not changing their lyrics changing their you know the meaning to something that's that true to you know so such a spiritual thing and that's like you know more than us um hopefully they didn't get changed because of a you know a record label <laughs> or like you know just to sell more records or just to you know just to not piss people off or uh, you know, there's, I guess there's a difference between, uh, like making people or trying to make people like go to your religion, whatever it is, and they're or just singing about it. Right. Like you're saying, you should be able to sing about it. Yeah. That's what I got from POD for sure. They did, they were trying to put a message out there, but I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought like this is really the kind of music where you have to know what the lyrics are or at least know something about the band. Um, you just hear it on the radio. They get that one hit wonder. Or they get the top. They hit top the charts, and they're playing all summer long with that big hit off that album. And you might not even know what they're talking about. And that's that's where there's a lot of bands. My point is that there's so many bands that you just have no idea where they're coming from. You just know that they were topping the charts on you know the radio station that summer, and everybody's listening to it. And, you know, eventually, if they get popular enough, you might learn about it. But yeah, that was a good song. I like it. So. It, P.O.D. was uh, I, I had almost picked up a, a P.O.D. song for uh, my choice, except when I listened to the lyrics, it, it had some lyrics about the boys from the South. And you're like, uh, this seems a little problematic nowadays. So I'm going to skip this track. Uh, 
when when you picked this song, I was like, <laughs> okay. And then I listened to it, and for some reason, I I mean, I get the religious tone from it. I for some reason this song, and it may just be because of the opening lyrics, but it's very much feels like a like a Columbine or a Sandy Hook type of song, like something about a school shooting type of song. And maybe I'm wrong, but I mean that's kind of the feeling I get. And it, it's it's interesting because it's kind of that cross section of religious and like why does bad stuff happen when it shouldn't like type of thing and and that's how i took it so um you know i i kind of get where you're saying with them stepping outside the box because it's kind of that that concept of like hey we're supposed to be religious we're not supposed to be doing this stuff but why why are the youth of the nation going through this um you know if they're really that important let's make them that important let's listen to them let's hear them and so you know so that stuff like that doesn't happen again it, or at least that's how I took it. But yeah, it, I did appreciate that. Um, the song in that sense, trying to step out and be like, you know, let's make, let's make the song and religion more activision, a- active to actually do something to improve society. So yeah, I know of the band, um, but I never, never really listened to much. Um, I feel like I heard this song a long time ago. Um, I had no idea that this was a, a Christian rock or metal band. Um, no clue because it just wasn't for me. And I never really wanted to discover more music by them. Um, I think what really turned me off to them is I am not a fan of new metal. I do not like that kind of sound never been a fan um so really has to be something unique for me to be like it wasn't bad um so that already had a strike against it because i just don't like that sound that much um and uh yeah you know i it's just another song i i just couldn't get behind it just wasn't for me um i you know i i don't know i it's i, I it may just be the vocals i just don't i don't care for the, those kind of vocals that much and and it's hard to get past it for me um, I'm sure there's a good message. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I just, again, I'm just kind of turned off by that sound. So nothing against like what they're trying to, what they're trying to say. Like, I mean, I think it's important to have songs that, that are inspirational. And I mean, I know I have my own songs that I like to play that, that encourage me. Um, again, I didn't even think this was like a Christian song per se. I just thought it was, you know, just a, like a message song. So um obviously i don't know anything so um yeah just not for me i understood um the chorus and like the song was actually brought up because of uh it was a santana high school uh shooting i believe happened in california and that was what inspired the song in order to start off and then they were talking about all the different things that were going on with the kids and the youth that you know older people just either didn't realize or didn't recognize the extent of it and how it was going through so that's why they you know pretty much did that song they they chopped out like 18 on the top 40 charts and um you got a grammy nomination for best hard rock uh feature so like it, it really did put them on the map as far as like the notoriety but as far as you know everything else that they were doing it's kind of like hit or miss whether you know you could actually say i'm not gonna sit up here and say nobody's work was genuine mm. especially when they're when they're being artists and they're they're doing it for a separate cause I will never say that. Um, what I will say is it makes it kind of difficult to separate what's one and what's other, but everything sounds the same. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, Brandon, I feel you on the new metal. Um, I'm, I could deal with new metal. Am I the biggest fan of it? No, but I do like some of it and I do see where some of it's coming from just because they have unique breakdowns and things of that nature. This was not one of those, but this had a message that was for the youth and it was for, you know, people trying to make a change, you know, from a Christian standpoint. And I have no problem with that. So. Well, Taj. <laughs> So, so I'm going, okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, uh, I picked this artist mainly because I actually had this album. (laughs) So, um, I worked at, you have uh, have the album. Okay. I I had the album. So I I worked at Hastings at the time. And at the time I, I was, I was, 
liked getting free stuff. So at Hastings, you know, there'd be books that they sometimes would discontinue. You could get those. There'd be CDs that if they weren't rotating uh, in the playlist, you could get. And so there was this band that had an album <laughs> that nobody wanted. And I was like, I'll take it. What the heck? And I was, you know, at the time, I was kind of like a real alternative person. Like, I, I like my alternative music, my Vertical Horizon, my Train, my, you know, stuff like that. So I was like. Right in my alley. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'll try this band <laughs> called Switchfoot. And so it's like, and and I remember liking it okay. Um, you know, uh, there were some songs that that for sure I remember. I, I listened to this album at least a couple times, but wasn't like one of those where I tried once then never listened to again. Uh, but I didn't realize that Switchfoot, which now in, in retrospect makes sense, they're but so it's interesting because they. <sighs> They claimed that they weren't a Christian rock band. Um, and then they, they stopped going to Christian festivals for a little bit. And then like a couple of years, years after doing that, they went back to doing Christian festivals. Um, and so, but they were at the time, they were just trying to be a band that was being a band. And so that the album that I had was the beautiful letdown. Um, but the song that I picked on that one, let me just get the song title. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I forgot my song though. Uh, this is uh, meant to live. Which is the very first track on the album. Um, it, there was a couple other songs that I, that I thought about picking. Um, yeah. I almost picked Beautiful Letdown itself, but it, this is where my religious beliefs and the message of the song conflicted. So that's why I didn't go for Beautiful Letdown. Um, but uh, Meant to Live it at least sounds like a, an inspirational song so to, to me. And so that that's why I, I picked that one in. But yeah. <laughs> so, but that's how I know of Switchfoot and why I picked their, their album. So, yeah. So I'll, I'll go ahead and jump in really quick. This, there's a reoccurring theme here with me. Uh-huh. Um, I had no clue this was a Christian rock band. <laughs> um, I knew the band. I've heard of the band. I don't know if I've really heard too many songs, but I definitely knew the, of, of the at least the name. Right. Um, so, yeah, I had no clue this was considered Christian rock. And, you know, I went on the Internet and looked it up a little bit. And and uh, sure enough, there it was, you know, that they originally were a Christian rock band. Um, but anyway, um, it, did you again, think it did you think it was a Tony Hawk move from playing t- Tony Hawk pro skater? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> What's this skateboarding maneuver doing singing songs? Right. Uh, that's weird. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, so I, you know, I listened to the song and, um, man, three strikes here, guys. I could not, I can't get into it. Cannot get into it. Um, again, I, I appreciate what the song's about. I like songs that are, are inspiring and motivating, but it's just another generic song for me. It just didn't feel unique. And, um, I just, yeah, it wasn't for me. It's just another one that's not for me. Um, it's not one I'm going to play anytime soon to, to uplift me. So, um, yeah, yeah. Sorry again. <laughs> that's just, right. I'm, I'm a downer this, this episode. No, didn't don't. work. Didn't work for me. Yeah. I almost picked the song fire on off of that album too, because, uh, that one's more about how, like, when you're on fire, the Lord speaks through you. <laughs> and so that one is kind of like, all right. But yeah, th- this one, I, I just, but I can get where you're saying it. The reason why I mentioned that one is <laughs> that's, that's a, fucking crazy, by the way. <laughs> well, it's totally different pitch. Like it's a totally slower song. And I was like, if I pick this, everybody's going to know exactly that. I'm the one that picked it. So <laughs> usually when I'm on fire, yeah, the Lord's speaking through my ass too. Um, <laughs> Oh, but yeah, so. I try not to be on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I would yeah. say like it's you know it's kind of interesting. Like Brandon's, you know, his um, feedback too is kind of what I was saying. It is hard to tell when a band is Christian rock unless you are seeking that or you know you know like you know about the band already. Mm-hmm. But 
Now, Switchfoot is actually a band. This this tour, this is an older album. I was actually I went to their show. I mean, this was like they had a lot of radio hits. <laughs> yeah. And my wife Robin, she was like really into Switchfoot. Not because well, like neither one of us is like um, claim a religion, but you know, I have no problem with with good music. And I mean, to me, it's like the lyrics, like I was saying, they could be talking about religion or or whatever. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this happens to be a Christian rock band. I liked it. Saw them live when this album was on tour. And, you know, I was, I was surprised and I didn't know that they were a Christian rock band until I was at the show. <laughs> so I was like really getting into the music and awesome, awesome band live. Um, Meant to Live is actually one of my favorite songs on the album. Uh, but, uh, I looked around and then I kind of noticed, I was like, hey, Robin, this is, interesting look at this guy over here he was a big fan of the band he was but he was like he was also doing this he had his arms raised up the whole time <laughs> and that's fine you know like you do whatever you want you know um that was his way of expressing like his you know appreciation for the music and kind of like his appreciation for the religion and all that but it did kind of throw me off because I didn't realize they were a Christian rock band and, <laughs> and people were getting into it. Yeah. But the one guy, this is the one guy in particular was like, I think he was just praying the whole time, looking up and his hands were in the air, <laughs> just swaying. You know. It was his praise. You should have reached out and said, fucking yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. That would have been a dick right there. Like, okay, now it's time to go. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I think there are probably other people there that were Christian or just religious and they liked the band too. And they just weren't showing the appreciation as much as this kid. Uh, but yeah, he was having a good time, man. It was, uh, and there, you know, it's all, it takes all kinds. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, yeah, that's this actually was going to be one of my picks, but I was kind of letting everybody pick theirs first since I came up with the theme. But this was my first pick. Oh, okay. I'm glad you picked it, Taj. Because I mean, oh. it's, no, it's a good song. It really is. Right. <laughs> So, yeah. and, and, and like I said, when I listened to it, it's like, oh yeah, this is alternative. I like this. <laughs> and I took it for what it was. <laughs> based on- <laughs> yeah. 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 I like, I like the guitar licks. The, the, the intro is what got me. It's like, okay, I, I can listen to that for a while. Just the intro by itself. I love it. Yeah. I'm in simple all the way through. And then, yeah, it's, it's simple. It carries across. It goes through those long it's it's one of those feelings it's like okay you try to make a solid song and you know it actually felt good so i'm not i'm not too mad at it matter of fact it's probably my favorite pick of of four um i love this song yeah and actually that was like i said that was that was my first pick out of uh the genre you know okay but uh i like the lyrics too i mean you know like i I really agree with what he's saying. We were meant to live for so much more, but you know, it can pull you out of that dark hole. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of like the light at the end of the shitty day. I don't know. Right. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Okay. Kind of curious though, Dietrich, do you think they're a band that's really, they just stuck true to their, you know, they're being religious, you know, not really trying to be something for the labels. Just being themselves. Yeah, it's it's hard to say when you you're trying to be you're trying to like get away from a label, not not yeah. the record label, but the label on the band. Right. Like, when you want to stop being associated with this group because you feel like that's stifling your career. Yeah. And you realize after a while, you know, I might need that group to come back because nobody else is coming to my shows or buying my records type stuff because of that label. So, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I, they're, they're, it reminds me of another artist by the name of Lecrae. Um, he's probably like one of the most known gospel rappers that are out here. And like, it took like 2019 or 2020 around that time when he was just like, he was actually starting to blow up a little bit in the secular world. Yeah. And they invited him to rap shows and, and rap awards and all that stuff. And he's like, I, I'm, I'm not a Christian rapper. I'm a rapper. Uh, I rap about God, but you know, I rap about other stuff, but he doesn't go through and do anything else stuff. So, it's kind of like, so are you trying to shun your label or are you trying to just let people know that you're just out here doing music just because you like to do music? That's kind of how I feel about Switchfoot. Kind of feel like, what, what exactly are you going for? 
And I think they kind of they kind of figured it out later on. It was like, okay, I need to stick in this particular genre because me trying to shun that label early, you know, it's not working for me. Kind of like Evanescence when when that song came out and everybody's like, well, that's a Christian song, and they were like, wait, what? And people were kind of confused on how that was supposed to go and what it was supposed to be. So. Yeah. Well, and and plus, it's kind of hard to be like, especially with this album, and you listen to the lyrics. You're like, there's no. I mean, once you listen, look at, read the lyrics, like, there's no way you're not influenced by religion. So whether you're trying to promote religion or not, like, there's no way that this album itself is not influenced by your religion. And so at that point, it's like, are you, you know, are you just expressing your own self? experiences or are you trying to promote something basically <laughs> you know that type of thing and that's what you have to decide as a as an artist so yeah and it's a thin line between inspirational and religion so right. it's, anybody can cross over between the two and say you know this is this or that is that but it's like why do you have to put a label on it at some point at some point you just be good music right but that we're we're too we're too far beyond that point in order to let that last so, yeah gotcha all right so think we got one person left right there yeah i don't know uh what you got brandon do you want to share your pick <laughs> not really <laughs> no especially oh, after, too bad. after i was not a fan of all three of your choices i'm just waiting to get well we're looking for something <sighs> alternative i feel like i'm gonna get like verbal whiplash here um so yeah um again like i kind of said i am oblivious to sometimes what is considered christian rock um (laughs) if i like a song i like a song it doesn't matter um what what the message is and uh and i you know it's not something that i i gravitate towards like my my familiarity to christian rock stems from a friend in the 90s like the bands that i knew were christian rock were you know like dc talk like diedrich said and uh i think there was a guy named michael w smith as well that he would listen to um and so i was familiar with that type of christian rock um and so you know like all three of your choices I had no clue that those were, were Christian bands or at one point were Christian bands. Um, you know, especially if it's like played on mainstream radio. I didn't know, you know. So, um, anyway, so yeah, uh, again, I'm oblivious to what is Christian rock. And this band that I selected, uh, did not dawn on me till many, many listens later that I'm like, wait, this is, wait, this is kind of Christian rock, isn't it? And at that point, I'm like, I love it. This is awesome. Um, so the band is called Witch Hazel and the song is Spirit and Fire. And it's from their 2020 album, uh, Pentecost. It was their third studio album. Just my quick little introduction to how I discovered Witch Hazel. Uh, I found Witch Hazel on Bandcamp. Um, I was looking for some new metal bands and metal bands that sounded like uh, British new wave metal from the late 70s and early 80s. And this was one band that I came across and I totally dug them right away. And I've been following their career and I think they're great. Um, I, it, like I said, I, I had listened to their albums multiple times. And then at some point, like, I think I was just really like focusing in on the lyrics one day. And uh, and then I'm like, wait, this is not about fantasy. It's not just about dragons and swords and sorcery. There's a, a very strong Christian theme to it. And um, this song for sure definitely has that. And, you know, I checked to see if they're even considered a Christian rock band, but they don't really claim to be. Um, the band, it's four members. One of them, uh, Colin, uh, Colin Hendra, uh, he writes the lyrics. He is a Christian. Um, but then another guy is a Roman Catholic and the other two are agnostic and they don't really consider themselves a Christian rock band. But man, if you listen to those lyrics, especially on a lot of the songs and like the titles of some of their songs, I'm like, I don't know, man. They're definitely leaning very t- 
hard to to like the the Christian Christian uh, elements, and um, this one, I don't know. I think this song kicks kicks butt. Like you're kicking <laughs> butt in the name of the Lord, this song, and I I think that's awesome. Um, I don't know. It's just, I, I I it's just. I, I like how how like it's it's a metal song, but it's like a Christian metal song, and it kicks all sorts of butt. And uh, but and and it has it has a good message. Um, kicking kicking butt for the Lord. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. I, I love the song. It is very different from the other three choices I think that you guys selected, but that's me in a nutshell. Um, I always go with something a little different. Um, but I think it fits the theme. And I mean, you know, when people wonder, are you guys a Christian metal band? When they have to ask you that, you probably are a Christian <laughs> metal band. So, um, anyway, that's my choice. I think the song's awesome. I was even listening to it right before, uh, we got on to record this episode. <laughs> um, I listen to Witch Hazel all the time. Um, and, uh, like I said, it just, it clicked one day that I'm like, oh yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of Christian metal, but I love it. And, uh, yeah. What do you guys think? So I'll say this, I, I, you know, I, I like songs about God. I'm okay with songs about Jesus. Songs about the Holy Spirit fucking rock. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, and that this song was for some reason when I heard this, I kept picturing in my head that it was maybe from Her Majesty, <laughs> like because this sounds like a song that was in that movie. But yeah, uh, it was just a cool song. But yeah, you totally, it's totally about like the apocalypse and then having to fight in the name of the Lord. And you're like, all right, I got you. <laughs> so um, I, I appreciated it. Um, you know, if there's more of this, I need you to pick a witch hazel for an album <laughs> to make me <laughs> listen to. <laughs> but yeah, I, I could listen to this all day for sure. So. Nice. <laughs> yeah, ballad for God, dude. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rock ballad for God. I mean. You you have picked a witch hazel song before, right? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. I thought I guess I knew that you liked them. I don't know why or how. Uh, or maybe there's a, a angel similar... witch. Angel witch is. Oh, up. angel witch. Okay. Yeah, witch hazel. Uh, it's good for bee stings and rocking out for God. So no, yeah, this is good. This is cool. This is definitely like a Brandon pick. And it's, yeah, it's a newer album, which is, you know, newer song, which is definitely not normal, the norm for you. But that's cool. You get to branch out and find something new or at least find something new out about something that you liked already, (laughs) (laughs) which is, yeah, it's like the whole point of what I was saying earlier. Yeah, it's it's definitely easy to not know that a band is uh, Christian based or Christian rock music. Um, And these guys have been they've proclaimed to be Christian rock the whole time, right? No, no, they've never said that they're a Christian rock or metal. Oh, they never said. Oh, okay. No, no, they they formed in 2011, and the name of the band when they formed was Jerusalem. Um, (laughs) and uh, and they they they're from England, and then they changed the name to Witch (laughs) Hazel, but they have never actually claimed to be a Christian rock or metal band. But uh, but the the lyrics are 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 ripe with Christian themes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, you tell you can tell that they're a foreign band too. I don't know what it is. Like you can always tell when a band's not like you know based out of the United States. Uh, but it's always got there's always like a flair of like awesomeness to it too. You know when something's like a band's not from here. But uh, yeah, I like it. I like the whole uh, you know the rock ballad and uh, definitely cool. They sound a little bit like Ghost, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, and they're not, you know, they're foreign band too. So yeah. nice pick. I'm glad you found something that fit the theme <laughs> that, you, that you liked. Let's see. So, hmm. <laughs> I'm going to start this off. Uh, nah. Um, yeah. I'm thinking about that. Okay. So first and foremost, um, I'm cool with the song. <laughs> I, I'm cool with it because, uh, 
you know, it is it is that metal sound that, that's coming out. Um, the name of the band threw me off, um, especially considering them a Christian band, things of that nature. Because I'm like, which Hazel? Hmm. Some just didn't seem seem right with that. So then I start, you know, diving in a little bit and looking up the song titles and things of that nature. And it's like it's almost like it's like I don't want to say it's a satirical nature to it, but it's almost like they're like trying to like maybe push the needle a little bit. <laughs> we've got this religious themes in our songs but let's let's poke a little fun in it at the same time and see if somebody's going to catch on to it or not so it was like okay okay, you want to ride that fence go right ahead just don't fall and split your legs in between so but outside of that no it was it was a good song it was a good feel i had to get i had to listen to it about three times to get in the right headspace for it and then once i caught it i was like okay we're good that's cool so it's definitely it's definitely a brandon pick Um, i had never heard of the band and and just for just for that fact of it being straight laced metal i was like okay yeah we're, we're we're good I see where he's coming from with that. And I was actually surprised that you found one. I just, I, I just knew in the back of my mind you were going to come through and say, you know what, guys? I couldn't pick a song. <laughs> just going to deal with the three that you got. I'm going to hate all three. So that's essentially what could have happened. But, you know, we're not going to shit on your song because you shit on ours. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I didn't say that they're just not for me. That's all. They're just not for me. <laughs> Right. Yeah. But it's, I, uh, yeah. I yeah. bet you there is some Christian rock out there that you didn't know was Christian rock. <laughs> no, I know. I, I didn't even know Witch Hazel had Christian elements in their songs for a long time. I just thought right. they were, you know, I don't know, fighting for the king or queen or something. It's <laughs> like Game of Thrones music yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh, live the queen. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bad time. Sorry. Um, yeah. Well, cool. Well, um, you guys, all right, if we go ahead and flip that record and drop the needle on side B. Mm-hmm. All right. I think, I think it's a good time. All right. So uh, that's what we just did then. We dropped the needle <laughs> on side B. Um, Damon, you had homework for us for this episode. There was an album that you wanted us to listen to. What was that album? Yeah, so um, it's uh, it's not necessarily a, a religious band, but they've seen about religion, politics, all kinds of crazy shit. Um, and I, I think this this band, um, Bad Religion, is one of my favorites from growing up, and it's probably like. They're they're a they're a punk rock band. They're they're as much punk rock as I think The Offspring or um, I guess Green Day too, really. And that's that's my '90s dig. Like I really like that era. They were around before uh, this album, but yeah, '94 was a good time for music, I think. And like right off the bat, there is one of my friends. He was uh, Drew from high school, still good friends, and he really he was. He's religious. He's, he was Christian growing up and, um, I don't think he picked this band necessarily, you know, based, based on like his background and all that. He didn't pick music based on religion, but I, I learned a lot about other music because all my friends had different like tastes and a lot of my friends, uh, you know, are Christian or have a religion that they follow. And I've gone to church before too when I was younger and I went to Bible school and stuff like that. I just picked my own path, you know, you know, kind of go my own way. Um, so I'm not religious, but, uh, that being said, I still like a lot of stuff that I didn't realize was religion based, or even if I do or did, it's, you know, sometimes I still want to listen to it or still want to like check something out. And that's, that's okay. Um, but yeah, I like, I like this album a lot. And of course I like the radio hits a lot too, but one song that they in particular, they played a lot over and over again was 21st century digital boy. And 
and that's that's probably my pick on this album. And it might be someone else's pick too. But there's a lot of songs on this album, and there's a lot of good stuff too. I think so. Um, I hope I didn't ruin someone's day by picking their pick. But that's that was definitely uh, you know, Stranger Than Fiction is really good as well. Better Off Dead. I mean, there's a lot of good good stuff on here. Being being the punk band, um, yeah, that's that that fits right into you know a lot of stuff that I like. Um, I think the only the only member that stuck with the band is Greg Graffin. Um, they had a lot of change-ups. And Brett, uh, Brett Gerowitz, he left the band and then came back. He started a production studio that picked up um, the band, The Offspring. And so, like that—that's uh, that's a good tie-in because you know a lot of this music. Like, and I think it's funny that you mentioned Taj. Uh, you know, uh, Tony Hawk Skate. Like, <laughs> right. you're gonna hear all this stuff on that, and that's that. It's like skate punk music too. It is. Um, that's that's the kind of stuff I dug. My friend Drew is also. He was like a skater punk. You know, and all my friends were, they were all wearing baggy jeans, pants, uh, or the big bell bottom type weird pants, you know? It's kind of like a 90s, uh, like <laughs> grunge or punk scene that was like hacky sack and all that shit. Um, and that's, what's that? <laughs> Dink holes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I just, I, I was Beyond probably. Dink jeans. Uh huh. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Oh, I was probably a poser for a lot of stuff. <laughs> Every time someone had like some fad came out, I was like, "Oh, okay, I gotta do that." Like, and then, you know, I do do that style for. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, this music for sure is like it's it's it reminds me of high school. Um, it's right there with the Offspring for a good reason. There's <laughs> like affiliations, right? Um, but uh, yeah, '94, like you know. Some of the other music I spotlighted, like the Seattle uh, scene with Pearl Jam and stuff, like that's all kind of close to the same era. But um, yeah, so that's my pick. Uh, Bad Religion is awesome, awesome band. I think they got like one of the the top gross grossing um, punk bands, or at least they are or were at the time. Uh, the biggest selling, like they sold a shitload uh, of records. Uh, they were they were just a real popular punk band. What did you all think of Bad Religion? And I was just curious to know who listened to them in the 90s. So I'll go into the start because I don't want someone to pick my song this time. Um, <laughs> I hope I didn't pick your song. I didn't. No, you didn't, actually. Nice. Um, it was awesome. kind of a toss-up between two songs. But before I do that, um, before I let you know what my choice track from this album is, um, I, I know of Bad Religion, but I never really listened to them. Yeah. But I definitely know the name of the band. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think when they were big in the 90s, that wasn't music that I gravitated towards. So it wasn't really music that was for me at the time. Um, I mean, you know, like I listen to Offspring and stuff like that. And I listen to grunge and, you know, Seattle sound, but just wasn't really that into to that kind of punk scene at, at that time. Um, and I think I might have enjoyed this album more if I probably if I was an adolescent when I heard this, um, you know, but, you know, in my 40s, I didn't connect with it as much as I was hoping I would. It's not to say that I dislike the album. Like, the album's okay. Um, there's a lot of songs that are just kind of a, 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 a pass for me. Like, you know, some songs I think are actually really good. A lot of the songs sounded very similar to me. Like, there, some of them were indistinguishable. Um, and I think that's kind of what was throwing me off. You know, because even when I went to go back to listen to it again, and then I wanted to pick my favorite track, I'm like, wait, I thought this was the one that I liked. And they just all, some of them sound very, very, like, very similar to one another. Um, but overall, I, I didn't think it was bad. I did like that the songs were all under three minutes. So it's like, if I don't really like this song, you know, it'll be over soon. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Right? Yeah, I know. There's so, the one that's like one minute long. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I don't, I didn't dislike the album. I just, I wish I had connected with it more. And I think it might have something to do with just the fact that it wasn't my scene at the time, you know? Yeah. And, um, I mean, you know, it's different going back and listening to like 70s and 
80s punk because, you know, I was, you know, barely alive or not quite alive yet, you know, but I kind of wish I would have discovered this band in the 90s because I think I would have more fondness for it. Um, yeah. It, it, does that kind of make sense what I'm trying to say? Yeah, it does. I mean, it, you know, it's like, I think you would have loved this band. I mean, because they do have that sound that Offspring's, you know, smash. Like, it's it's definitely tied into that genre. But then, you know, like I said, there's an affiliation there, you know, with yeah. the production and all that. Yeah, and... um you know, I think, you know, one thing that I had, a, like, in the 90s, you know, I wasn't too uh, adventurous and, like, discovering bands, you know. I was being force-fed what yeah. I was supposed to listen to. And the kind of music I was <laughs> listening to wasn't, you know, there wasn't, like, that that springboard of, like, if you like this, you should listen to that. Like, I didn't have that group of friends, you know, and I, and I yeah. wasn't too... Um, I, I'm not who I, like I'm very different than I was in the 90s, and you know I take the time to go discover new music. And in the 90s, I definitely didn't do that. Um, so anyway, so overall, I didn't think it was a bad album. Um, it just I didn't connect with it like I wanted to, but I still enjoyed listening to it. Um, I'm just not sure I'll revisit it anytime soon. Um, that being said, though, you know there are a couple that I really like the most. I, I really like, but the one I'm gonna go with is uh, the handshake. That was my my favorite song from there because okay. uh, yeah. I, I really enjoy the message in that song. Um, I, I like that. I like what I like when they do that. Uh, this band. So that was my favorite choice. Was uh, the handshake. I like it, yeah. Um, and it's it's good that you can you know find something that you saw a message that you agree with too. Yeah, and it's not just a you know not something that you can just write off uh, because of the fact that it was you know not you weren't into it when you were younger and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, no, I I think this is something that we probably agree on more. Um, but your point, you know, the fact that you didn't listen to them, you know, when you were younger, it is, it is a youthful album for sure. And their message, like they wouldn't be coming out with the same lyrics now, you know, mm. uh, but they also, you know, they, the, the members, like they went back and forth, like Brad Gerowitz, who like had like drug addiction and stuff. And I mean, they just seen, they were seeing about like the struggles that they were going through. Which is like a lot of struggles that younger people do go through. And that's the punk scene, you know? But yeah, yeah I appreciate it, Brandon. Oh, go ahead, Todd. Okay. So I I listened to the album two or three times. I, I know for sure I probably listened to the first half more than the second. Um, I, I did like it. It was, yeah, it, I, I can agree with Brandon that there was some of it that, that seemed like this is that other song, right? And so like when it did come down to, to me picking... Uh, a favorite track. Um, it, it, I was trying to find a particular one. Um, man, it, there were some tracks that I, I like, like 21st century was kind of like a, a track I did like, but at the same time, it's like, I'm not, I don't quite like the message on this song, but so that's why I didn't go for that one. Um, there was another one okay. that I was thinking like even better off dead. Like that's a good song, but like, you're like, yeah. damn, like that's a dark message. Um, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're not seeing it about all like great things. Yeah. Yeah. It's like strife. You know, they go through in life and struggles yeah yeah no for sure and and for sure especially coming off of the theme like i could see some of the religious undertonings in this i kept seeing it everywhere i guess in this album it's in it yeah yeah, especially that better off dead one because like that is totally like you know like if you don't have the religion you're just better off dead you're like oh damn that's like (laughs) that's like cold man (laughs) but that's kind of true though like that's that i like it because of that like that, that and i'm not religious so like that's what some people think though and that can cause a lot of issues you know what i mean yeah like for someone's personal life i mean that's that's a big struggle for a lot of people yeah but they're um, singing about it and i thought that was pretty great so yeah wait and so like i'm going through the list here and so that's what i'm just looking at so slumber stood out that one was good um infected i kept getting confused with the one that i'm ultimately picking uh which is marked (laughs) 
and I, mainly I'm picking March because the message, like the, the, the fact that, you know, everyone you meet leaves a mark on you, uh, you know, whether it be family, friends or stranger, like that, that part I can, I can get behind that. I like the messaging behind that because um, I'll, I'll admit it that I'm, <laughs> it, I have, I've made a lot of like really close friends in my lifetime, but I haven't kept a lot of close friends in my lifetime. And, and it's and it's part of it is because I kind of fallen into that philosophy that like, you know, we're meant to be in somebody's life for a certain period of time. And then at some point, you know, it, we're not there. But, you know, it's not like I never don't think about them. It's just I don't stay in contact with them or, or I'm a great friend to them, you know, now, you know, but every once in a while I think about them. So but it, it's interesting. So that's why it kind of marked hit me more because like of the mindset that I have as a personal philosophy. So, but yeah, it, I didn't, that, that's my, my pick. So. Nice. I like it, Tosh. Yeah. yeah. That's a really, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a good point too. I feel like I, I've gone through that myself and almost with my friend Drew that, you know, like he's the one that introduced this album to me. We had gone years, you know, and one of the things that he went through um, I'm going to tell the story if he's listening. I hope he's okay with it, but I'm sure he is. Uh, so he was Christian, uh, based faith when I met him. His parents, his family, his brothers, two brothers. Um, I moved to Austin from upstate New York and then we just kind of like still, I kept in touch with all my friends, tried to, you know, I was younger. Uh, but, uh, like high school friends, sometimes hard to keep in touch with, but, you know, manage with technology now for, for sure. But I think this is before like Facebook and all that. Like he, um, or maybe it was, yeah, I think it was before. So he went from being like Christian faith based to, uh, I'm not really sure what the heck it was. <laughs> it was like a, it was like a cult and it was, <laughs> they like made, but they made furniture. <laughs> So how was going on? But they then they also like you know like worshipped like this like God, but it was like not like the Christian God. So yeah, and it was just you know it was problematic, and you know they wanted him to they wanted to everything that he owned was theirs too. So like his car, if they needed it, he just had to give him his car. <laughs> you know stuff like that, and and it kind of tore him up because he went back and forth with his like whole religion thing. And one of the reasons why I don't pick a religion is because I've seen stuff like that, but it's also just, you know, I guess I, like I stick in my own mind, you know, I stick to like, you know, certain ways of living and, you know, just what works for me, but also like, yeah, with the really, that song that you picked, like marked, you know, it's like, you know, relationships with your friends and stuff like that. Like you fall in and out of, you know, friendships, you know, you try to keep in touch with people, but, yeah, so that happened a little bit with my friend Drew. It drifted a little way and then came back, you know, to, to kind of like realize, you know, that wasn't a good move. <laughs> right. And so, like, he went back to being like Christian again. And, um, but yeah, that's, you know, politics and religion can definitely create wars and, you know, all kinds of stuff. So, for sure. Yeah. Nice yeah. pick. Uh, thank you. So, uh, my take on the band was um that intro man they were they were killing me every time when you go with the string intro every single song and go and then go into the song um but you know i guess it was a lead off in order to you know try to try to like misdirect you on where they were going to go and how they were going to go with the next song especially if you didn't know what you were listening to or getting yourself into um the song that I like the most, um, that I felt like to me had the most back on for where I'm coming from, what I'm dealing with was Inner Logic. Um, that was actually my pick mainly because they're, they're calling it out and it's crazy because it's 1994 and they're calling out what's essentially going on today you got you know corporations with business you know excluding everybody from the masses um you know separation amongst the people and you're allowing it like your inner mind is telling you this is wrong you know this is evil but you're still a part of it so it's kind of like 
you know, wh- where does it end? So to me, that had like the most impactful message for me. And it, it, they basically wrote the beat and, and went into the song and I was cool with that as well. So that was the one that was pleasing to the ear. Um, I heard Infected when it came out. Um, didn't really know too much what to make of it at the time. Um, I definitely give it more love now than what I did back then. Um, but had I heard Inner Logic back then, I probably would have hated it because I didn't know nothing about that. I was just going into high school. So I didn't know anything about the corporate world or, or none of that situation because all I do is watch my dad go to work and come home every day. But he still had a smile on his face. So I was like, OK, it can't be that bad. And so now it's like, I wish I would have heard that back then. Just see what my reaction would have been coming up through this time to try to separate myself from the norm as much as possible and, and keep my own thought. So that's where I'm coming from with it. It was all in all, it was good. It was, I can, I can listen to the album a couple more times before I won't pick it up again. And I can also like try to skip past the intro as much as possible just to get to the songs. Cause that was, that was kind yeah. of the repetitiveness of that was like, uh, um, right. like to me, but all in all, yeah, good pick, good track. And, uh, definitely a good choice for us to listen to to kind of, kind of break from the monotony of, of what we know as far as, you know, albums that we picked in the past. So. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. I think that, uh, it's like bad religion, you know, they came out of this album, like stranger than fiction around the same time that you had like, um, Rage Against the Machine, you know, and like other bands that were like, you know, they're, they're like this, like musical geniuses too, but you know, they political, you know, I guess outrage was different then than it is now, but it's still the same message, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, there, there was, it was heightened in the mid nineties for sure, mid to late nineties, but the mid nineties had a lot of, yeah, a lot of stuff like that. And, uh, I was a little bit of a rebel, I guess. So like that, that was right at my alley and my friends are like that. So, you know, we were all listening to this stuff, but yeah, it does have a little bit of a repetitiveness to it. And I think they kind of broke away from that a little bit on other albums, but this album for sure is kind of like that. But, uh, yeah, I like your, I like your all's picks. Thanks for, thanks for giving bad religion a listen. Sweet. Well, be- before we go, um, Taj, do you yes. have homework for us for the next episode? <laughs> Uh, you laugh all your name. <laughs> all right. So, yes, I have homework for you. <laughs> all right. So, um, I'm going to be a blasphemer <laughs> just alone by the band title. Okay. Uh, this band only had two albums. Basically, they're a flash in the, a flash in the pan. Uh, I think they probably have one of the longest band name titles. <laughs> Uh, out there because I, it always used to be a pain in the butt for me because their band title and their first album are the same thing. And my Zoom, uh, or because when I would transfer files, it wouldn't do it because it, it only allowed so many characters for band title and, and title. And they, they were both too long. Like I had to truncate the, the name of it. Um, so it's an East Coast band. Again, only had two albums. The name of the band, Jesus H. Christ and the Four Hornsmen of the Apocalypse. <laughs> so. Are you uh, shitting me? <laughs> no, I'm not shitting you. That's the actual That's name. the name of the, the band? <laughs> yes. Jesus H. Christ and. Oh my God. The Four I mean, Hornsmen no, I didn't say that. Okay. of the Apocalypse. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, it, it'll make sense when you hear next week's theme. Trust me, folks. But, and especially when you listen to the songs. But yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, oh. what a way to end this episode. <laughs> it's a perfect storm. There's no way I could not bring up this band myself after this theme. It's like, yeah. Yeah. A four horn Okay. Yeah. Is like a chicken that bad? Right. It is a chicken that bad. A nice Jewish <laughs> chick. She's a nice Jewish chick. <laughs> okay. Oh, cool. All, All right, right, guys. 
Well, um, before we go, let's go ahead and do our thing. Taj, why don't you go ahead and say what you got to say? Sure thing. Uh, you can email us at choicetracks at gmail.com. Again, we end with a Z. Or you can find us on our website at choicetracks.com. Uh, Again, we end with a Z. Uh, please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Let's go inside out. I've been Taj. I'm Brandon. I'm Damon. And, and Dietrich's and- asleep. <laughs> Is it that bad, Dietrich? Uh, All right. Yeah, I'm Dietrich. Yeah, Yeah, this is going to be fun. Okay. (laughs) And uh, so, if you're not asleep yet, um, we're going to pick up the needle, but Yaki's been in those straight tracks until you fall asleep. (laughs) You can wake up the next day and then start back again. Right. Right.